welcome to another brand new episode of the Minigames Podcast. Uh, this is episode 55? 55. Yes. Sh- episode Swifty Schwive. Uh, yeah, thanks. Thanks for joining us for another episode. Uh, we finally, if you missed it, we finally did something for episode 50 only like a month and a half later. Uh, <laughs> you're welcome. Uh, thank you all for, if you were there, for taking part of the Minecraft stream. Uh, we're going to do that more often, I think. We do have a Realms server up for anyone that wants to fuck around in some Minecraft. Uh, you can join our Discord for more info on that as we get that all set up. Um before we get started today, oh, bef- yeah, uh, I'm your host, Mike. As usual, we have your co-host, Keith. Sup? Um, yeah, so a little bit of a quick announcement before we get into the episode. Um, as you all remember, Keith is expecting uh, a child that is actually his uh, soon. This is true. Um, and by soon, we mean like in the next couple of weeks? Pretty much, yeah. We're like two weeks out so yes that's a couple of weeks yep one couple one pair one whole couple of weeks um so you know to give keith time uh to raise a child uh, a small child for a little From bit scratch yeah uh this is going to be our uh last episode for a little bit we're going to take a little bit of a break um for updates on that you should join our Discord. We'll probably be posting it there. It'll uh, all be there. There are links in our respective social media bios to that Discord. Uh, so feel free to click on that and join it. But yeah, uh, we're going to take a little bit of time off from the podcast so Keith can do uh, dad things. It'll probably be like, what, a couple months, maybe-ish? Who knows? Uh, who knows? Who knows? Uh, I guess we'll find out as we go. Him. Am- it might be one month. It might be two. I don't know. Yeah, we'll see how much sleep Keith loses uh, from, <laughs> from having a new child. Yeah, we'll, uh, be we'll base it off part. of that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, worst case scenario, uh, we we have a third co-host, and it is just uh, the, the it is just the baby that that will be, that will be part. Yeah, of the with podcast. some hot takes. Yeah, uh, that baby's gonna come in and be like, "Yo, Duke Nukem Forever, actually a sick game." I'm gonna be like, "Oh, Keith." <laughs> You got to get a new one now. <laughs> got to throw out the whole child. Try again. Yeah. It's like do over, man. Do you get a mulligan on these? Is that how these work? Uh, I'm not, a, I'm not a hundred percent on that. It could be, it could not be. I don't know. Yeah. What's the, what's the exchange rate uh, looking like for, for child, for a child? Do you get like, is it equal of lesser value or like, I don't e- know. I'm not equal or lesser. We'll go with that. Oh, what a lesser value child be. You just get, uh, you just get, a fully grown Joe Rogan, the size of a child. Oh, that's definitely lesser. <laughs> that's that like, that's bot that's bottom of the barrel child. Man, you're scraping for scraps there. Uh, bottom of the barrel child. It's like, oh, here, I'd like to trade this for a new one and be like, uh, best I could do is either baby Joe Rogan or fully grown Vince McMahon. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I prefer. You lose either way, I think. This is this is messed up. Well, see, I I make I had to give you at least one wrestling joke before we take a little bit of a hiatus. 
I'll take had, it. Had to do it to him. Um, but I think it's probably important to note that, yeah, while we're taking a break from the podcast, I think you're, you're probably still going to be, like, doing shit, right? Um, there'll, there'll definitely be shit that's done. I'm taking a break from streaming for a bit, too. Fair. Basically, okay, so work is a week off. That's like the full time. So ah yes, what a what a great what a great paternity leave package you get there. Oh yeah, they're like, yo, we need you to come in. I'm like, are you serious? They're like, yeah. These thousand dollar <laughs> chairs aren't gonna sell themselves, jackass. Nope, and they really are about that price. Um, and let's see. So a week off from that, and then everything else that's like the the adjacent stuff, you know, the streaming, the pod, all that stuff. That's to be determined. Um, with a week off and depending on how things are I might just pop on for like an hour or two and say hey I got a little bit of free time this doesn't happen and I'm actually not sleepy that might not even happen I don't know I've never done this before I'm new here uh, so but yeah uh, we'll see damn, just just fuck, keep peeling on the socials keep peeling on the socials join the discord I'll be active in discord for sure yeah that takes zero effort um, I will continue to uh, run the Minecraft server uh, into the ground because I've been playing that a lot lately. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if I have like 10, 15 minutes of free time, I might just pop into Minecraft. I don't know. Yeah, you can see the disastrous things that I've I've done there. I'm afraid. I am deathly afraid. I haven't done anything that you can see yet, so there's... That makes me more afraid. There's, there's That's that. That's not comforting at all. <laughs> like, literally not at all. <laughs> Well, yeah, just wanted to get that little announcement out of the way. Um, it's out of the way. Yeah, gonna gonna take a little bit of a break. We'll let you know when we're coming back. This wouldn't be the first time we've taken an unknown length break. <laughs> no, it's the first time we've intended to, though. So there's that. Yeah, th- this is this is the first time where we 100% intended to have. <laughs> yeah, wow. to have a long break. Wow, it feels weird to be in control of one of those for once. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> You know what? Because now we don't. Now we don't have to do the awkward. Hey, remember us? Uh, uh, we're back. And who knows? I'm like brainstorming like what we can do in like well, well at least what I can do in the interim. Maybe we'll do some like mini games themed streams on like my personal Twitch or something like that. Maybe I'll just make a mini games Twitch and fuck around with that, even though it sounds insanely complicated to do, but. Who knows? Uh, yeah, well, you know, we'll be around. We've we got ideas, the... and we've got no idea how to do them. So let's go. Yes, ex- exactly. Story of my life. Uh, but yeah, we'll say it, we said it a couple times. We'll say it again. Uh, normally, we save this shit for the end, but you know, we're mini games cast on Instagram and on Twitter. There is a link tree in the bio for those. Uh, the top link, I believe, I think I put it to be the top link, is going to be our Discord. Uh, so just uh, clickety-clack on that, and you'll be in, and you can see us talk about... Uh, Keith just calls people sus all day. Um, uh, I mean, particularly one person, but... We'll, we'll... It, <laughs> yeah, Keith Keith just calls everybody sus all the time. Or keep and, all, and all I ever want to do... I, I monitor that Discord, all right? So... <laughs> We're keeping track. It's a long story short. I got a sus scoreboard, and I'm watching all of you. And I just watched way too much Gossip Girl, and I enjoy the power. I I feel so bad for your child. Uh. <laughs> oh man, he's like, like okay, stepchild and normal child, both are 
both are like gonna be normal child. He says. He's a roommate. He's not normal. Um, oh. They're gonna be in for one hell of a ride. Let me tell you. Um, I'm very, I'm very scared to be an uncle. Well, this is the life that you live. See here, yeah. You know what I just thought of as it's like, yeah, that I was gonna be like, man. Keith is a dad, huh? But then that kid's going to have to interact with me at some point. <laughs> yeah. And then you're really going to have to get a new kid at that point. You're going to be like, I'm just going to come. You're going to come home from work today. For some reason, I will have been around that child. You're going to come home. VNA uh, is going to be like, Keith, why? Why is our child singing Creed's My Sacrifice at the loudest volume that he possibly can? Like honestly, I don't see what the problem is. So it's like that it's like, oh, sounds like he's been he's been uh properly raised. Hello, my friend, meet again. It's like wait, you tell me it's my sacrifice and not it's been a while. Yeah. Uh Creed is a better band than Stained. Stained wrote one song that's better than most Creed songs. Aaron Lewis is in stained. <laughs> Aaron Lewis is stained. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, and he's the worst part of stained. <laughs> but that one song, though, let me tell you, that one song. Yeah, but see, here's the thing. Aaron Lewis is like hella racist. Scott Stapp is fucking insane. And I would rather take someone that's <laughs> fucking insane over someone that's racist. Oh man, I can't argue that logic. <laughs> I can argue that one. I will say that one song still, but I can't argue that logic. Yeah, it's like uh, it's like fuck the racist dude. I want the Christian psychopath. To <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he might be closet racist. We don't know that yet. He's not outwardly racist, so I can kind of, like, vibe with that. Like, you know what, dude? You keep it to yourself, but you're, like, a meth head, basically. So that's <laughs> – if the, if that's the person you're, like if – you're, if you're fucking – if you're smoking crystal meth for Christ, like, you know what? God bless – like, I, literally, God bless you, brother. Like, Is this episode <laughs> going to be titled Crystal Meth for Christ? Yes. You know what? <laughs> oh, We're going God. out with a fucking bang, baby. <laughs> Holy crap. <laughs> Holy crap. We're doing this. We're doing it. <laughs> I am just going to make a very quick note in our Google Doc right now. That's going to say crystal meth for Christ. All right. We are good to go. Wow. Could not ask for a better <laughs> a better episode to go on a hiatus. I, I could end the episode right there. I'd be fucking happy. All right, guys. We'll be back in a few months. In one yeah, month, see, you, uh, see, see you when we see you, idiots. Do drugs. <laughs> say, um, don't do that. <laughs> oh god <laughs> oh usually i'm the one that takes it to the dark place look dude um i'm i'm unhinged okay <laughs> clearly i clearly. I'm, I'm channeling my inner scott stapp for this episode <laughs> i'm sure scott stapp is proud somewhere hello my friend this is the pod Oh my god. Yeah, dude. <laughs> oh, that's so sick. I could when we come when we eventually make a, our comeback, 
the first thing I'm going to say is, hello, my friend, we meet again. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> this all started because of what we've been playing. <laughs> you realize that, right? Um, this No, this is just me living my truth. I think what we've been playing amplified it, but this... Actually, this yeah, is... that's true. It's almost, <laughs> it, it, it is borderline like chicken or the egg situation. Like, we were already living this life, and it just came to, came to fruition. Yeah, this... <laughs> You know how many free Creed concerts I've been to, dog? Like, <laughs> oh man, me too. <laughs> oh, <laughs> uh, video game. You know what? We saw that. If watch the video, the music video for Creed for the Creed song "Bullet." Uh, that's basically a video game. That's how this all ties together. Yeah, because it's a video game podcast. And God, Jesus Christ, I can't believe the rails that this thing is not on right now. <laughs> Look, dude, we didn't even start on the rails. There's nowhere else for us to go at this point. <laughs> it's all downhill from here, baby. Uh, that would imply that we were on an uphill trajectory at some point. So we went from seven to nine listeners. We're on an uphill trajectory, and I think we just got rid of all nine of them in one intro. Here, here's the thing. That's fine. We're gonna lose all the video game fans. Sorry, and we're gonna gain all the '90s butt rock fans, which is, uh, you know, you know what? That's fine. I, when you put it that way, I'm good with that. See, see, and that's what you want because video game fans. As much as we love you all, video game fans are fickle. Video game opinions change like the wind. Every single Godsmack fan that I know, like Godsmack has been their favorite band since like fucking 1995 or whatever the fuck. And like they still to this day are like, I Stand Alone is the hardest song I've ever heard. They're ride or die by that. You, you know, dude, I you know how many people I know that to this day are proud of their fucking Godsmack son tattoo? <laughs> <laughs> Too many. That's how many people I know. Uh freaking dave batista <laughs> dave dave batista is a godsmack tattoo <laughs> yeah although he's the, be- he's the best one I'll, I'll say that fair yeah okay <laughs> uh what the fuck are we talking about video games hello uh oh yeah uh keith uh what have you been playing in your final moments of freedom um okay so we, I mean, we like we said, we started the, we started back Minecraft. We did that, continuing off from our holiday special last year. Um, that was fun, actually. That was really fun. Just kind of building. We built a TV, got a lounge area. You built a freaking bedroom. I got lost again. We both did, actually. Um, so I get it now. But, yeah, dude. Well, welcome to the journey. Yeah, the VOD is still there if you want to check out any of that. Uh, it's also on TikTok. Because I'm there. There's there's clips on TikTok. Um, Fuck yeah. Hell yeah. Do you have a clip of me telling you to eat shit when you were like, this that, is my roommate? That's the main clip, actually. Fuck. Okay, sick. <laughs> that, that, that's that's the main clip. Good. Um, I watched, I went back to your VOD to watch that like 12 times. <laughs> that like came off so perfect, too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then we got farther in Skyward Sword. I think I'm, I'm creeping up towards the end. Based off what I'm thinking of, like typical Zelda format, it's like your intro dungeons and then your, I guess, second wave of dungeons. I guess however you want to call it. 
Uh, yeah, you know what? You know what I noticed while watching you stream that game? Mm. How you're like, how you're like, oh yeah, I think I'm close to the end. I was like, a lot of this game looks exactly the fucking same. Well, because they did it a little bit different, um, similar but different at the same time. Because basically, the way these ones worked, I mean, Breath of the Wild threw all this out the window, much like the rest of Zelda. But the way they were doing it is, you go to the area and then you have your your part that you hadn't been to yet. And that's where your next dungeon is. Uh, like how, like, this is kind of related back to Ocarina because everyone knows that one. You go to the, like, you go to the Kokiru Forest, you do the Deku Tree. You're on once you're Adult Link. Um, you go back and you're going into the actual Forest Temple. You with me? Yeah, okay. And it's just, it's just a different part of the forest that you hadn't really been to yet. Uh huh. They did that here. But on top of that, you go back and you actually revisit some of the areas that you've already gone to on top of like like you, like equivalent of you go back into the Decker tree, do some stuff there, and then go into the new area. So you're revisiting things you already went to again on top of that new stuff. So they kind of changed just a little bit. Part of it does sure. look similar because like the art style is like so cartoony, you know? Yeah, that is that is very true. So, it's to me, it's like that. I think I said it once before on the pod. It's like that middle ground between Wind Waker and Ocarina. Breath of the Wild yeah. can also you could say the same. Yeah, I I, I can I can see see that. Um, and I'm liking it a lot. I've learned. Like I was thinking, I was like, holy crap, like. Everything about this, I've like. There's a learning curve behind like the motion controls and all of that, but I've been able to figure it out. You know, I've learned what I'm guilty of, like what I need to, of uh, uh, like figure out and get better at. And then came the bow and arrow, and I was like, "This is just bad." Holy crap! Like, and I kept spewing on the stream, like, "What's the point of even having like an aiming reticule? Like, what's what the hell is this?" maybe about like two hours in I realized oh you're supposed to charge up and hold back the bow <laughs> oh you mean like how you use a bow yeah except the game doesn't tell you that so like like okay it sets it up in a way where like you assume that's not the case case in point you have your slingshot and that's like you think okay you cock it back you shoot it no that's the same like you just press it once and then you're done so it's like, okay, once the bow comes, it's just the stronger version of that. So you try it the same way, like just instinct. Turns out, nope, instincts are wrong, boy. Yeah, that's kind of shitty if there's like no precedent set for it. They're just like, figure it out. Kind of. And that's that's exactly why, because like they already have a projectile weapon. So I figured, okay, that's how the projectile weapon works. Now, next projectile weapon comes, it's different. Like, what the hell? Yeah, that's that's a little dumb. <laughs> yeah, so so now it, it ain't completely on me, but it's still a little bit on me. I'm still going to blame everything on you, though. That, that I mean, I had to accept a little bit of it already. So, well, good. There you go. Um. <laughs> now, with that being said, that bow works good. <laughs> oh yeah, killing shit real good with that bow. Yeah, and. It's got some like cool areas, like like there's a ship that kind of reminds you of like the Shadow Temple, where like you kind of jump in through 
like with the shadow temple you have to do a lot of like backtracking back and forth it's kind of fluff a little bit because you got to go literally through time and doing different points uh-huh this one there's like little areas it's like a little beacon i guess i'm trying to find the best way to kind of relate it um you hit it and it puts like a certain radius of area like in the previous state of time and then you go back and forth just hitting the beacon so it's less backtracking less fluff you know it sounds like they kind of took a little bit of criticisms and really listened and made it streamlined it i guess nintendo um, listening to people weird right i mean hello keep in Who mind thought? though this was from n64 to wii so two generations later uh yeah very, very true so <laughs> so take that with a grain of salt there but the what what i'm thinking I'm, i have a lot of weapons i have a lot of no no not like a lot of what's the best way to put this there's three intro areas and then i'm on the third of the i guess second round through with almost full weapon slots i don't think i don't see what else there is to do except for that like final one that's like the culmination of all of it you know yeah like going by typical zelda fashion like even that's one thing that even breath of the wild didn't really get rid of you know that yeah, last those zelda, those zelda games do have a do have a progression curve to them right they have a progression curve and that last even like hyrule castle has a little bit of everything that you've done up until that point in it yeah and i feel like that last castle's like or last dungeon whatever you want to call it i don't know where it's at because i never played it before is pretty much what i have left after i do this third dungeon okay so, so i'm thinking i'm like 85 percent through maybe maybe 75 yeah. maybe you finish this game before you have a child that's kind of the idea <laughs> <laughs> that's what i'm shooting for you were stuck on a one resident evil boss for three months so I <laughs> that's true but i would say that has a little bit more of a difficulty curve than the wii zelda uh fair <laughs> if it was different zelda maybe but the, this is the wii one <laughs> um let's see here we've been doing more resident evil 6 finally um jesse imh rpg the one i've been playing with he was out of town for a bit he went to go visit his uh his homeland he, he went to pittsburgh um ah yes the the native <laughs> <laughs> the, the motherland itself. Yes. Um, that's where he's from. So he's, and he gave me the heads up too. He's like, yo, we could start it, but I already have the ship planned. I was like, dude, go, go, you do you. We'll, we'll figure it out. Don't worry. So he's back. So we did our second session of the Chris playthrough, uh, which clips will be on TikTok. <laughs> gotta keep plugging that everywhere. Gotta, gotta, gotta make fetch happen, you know? Yeah, you got to keep plugging that thing before you're literally going to do nothing with it for an inordinate amount of time. <laughs> I've got some clips lined up. I just got to, we'll figure it out. Um, and this is very much the running gun. Like, uh, holy crap, there's so much, like, craziness. You got centaur-like zombies or yeah, plagas. Dude, I, told... I don't know what they are. Chris is the fucking gun section. <laughs> Absolutely. It is actually insane. 
they've got I, I, centaur plagas, centaur zombies. I don't know what they are anymore because Resident Evil at that point wasn't even what it used to be. <laughs> oh, absolutely. So, like, I don't know what it was. But, yes, we got... I think we're probably maybe like a third of the way through if I had to put anything to it. Well, good. I'd like to be uh, further, but that's kind of actually like my fair assessment of where it's probably actually at. Yeah, it, it's hard to... The, a lot of that game feels like the same, so it's hard to tell what, like, where you're actually at in relation to, like, oh. Right. I feel like I'm almost... Like, the game is, like, paced so poorly, too. Like, you'd be like, this game could be... Uh, I could have, like, eight more hours to play, or I could have, like, five minutes. There's <laughs> Right, and the crossovers don't help because, like, it feels familiar. Like, oh, can we do the end? And then, nope, there's a whole other, like, section. Oh, yeah. Um, I will say, I do like that it gives Chris backstory. But also, I mean, his whole fucking crew dies. <laughs> so, you know. Damn, no, sp no spoiler warning, huh? No, fuck no. Um, <laughs> let's see. What else? What else? What else? What else? Before we move on, I would just like to say uh, I did just open up my phone. Uh, since we're on the topic of Resident Evil, um, it is a image of the PS5 cover for uh, Resident Evil Village. And you know how it's... Uh, half Chris Redfield's face, half of a werewolf's face. Yes. Uh, well, now it is half uh, Chris Redfield's face and half uh, Sonic the Werehog is. The, oh shit! Is the <laughs> other half. So that's that's going to haunt me in my dreams. Uh, but con continue. Um. Oh shit! That's actually some news I didn't even put in there. Just, just reminding me of something. Um. Yeah, Resident Evil Six. We're, I, I'm hoping we can finish Chris's campaign by the time the baby comes so I can at least have that under the belt not leave him hanging this time. Uh, I think that's the then, good thing about six, about 6 though is like the fact that it's like three games like I think you if as long as you're doing it like alternating still I think you have enough time. I think so too at least for that one um at least for that campaign I guess not the whole game. And that that's kind of I guess the game's shitty format worked a benefit for me in that case because it gave me a good stopping point. Yeah, there you go. Um, although I do, I do want to play seven, but we'll get there. It's been pretty wild thinking like how much Resident Evil I played like just on stream. Yeah, it's fucked up. Honestly, <laughs> if I'm being honest with you, it's a little fucked up. It is, but it's also like the perfect series to like binge play because there's a variety of it. It's, I mean, obviously not all of it's like the best quality, but it's not just repetitive playing the same thing over and over. So even for what it is, I don't mind it. Well, here's the thing. If you think you're punishing yourself, my plan is oh, shit. Um, I, I'm going to take a page out of your book and stream a series, but I'm going to do all the Final Fantasy games. Oh, shit. <laughs> I do want to uh, play them, but holy shit, stream them? Yeah, dude. I dislike myself on a fundamental level. Uh, Clearly. So once once Final Fantasy VI releases on these Pixel Remaster, this Pixel Remaster collection, they just like I don't even know, think it's out yet. I think they're just about to release four, or four might be out. I don't know. I haven't been keeping track honestly. But uh, once that's fully out, 
I'm probably going to do that because uh, they just put Final Fantasy 13 onto Game Pass. So I did see that. Um, so I think that's the uh, like. There's three parts to Final Fantasy 13, but Final Fantasy 13 is the worst one. Um, so I might not be uh, among the living anymore after I play that. So we'll we'll see. But that's that's my. So are awful. you going to do them in order? Or are you just going to do them? No, I'm doing them in order. Okay, so you could probably get started with one then and be good to go by the time like four is a thing. Uh, I think four, if it's not already out, it comes out like soon. So no, that would. <laughs> I, I don't. How how long do you think these games are, Keith? Like how short do you think these Final Fantasy games are? I mean, the first one's got to be like what, like twenty hours. Um, honestly, that's that the for the first one, that's probably not that far off. I think like the first one is the one that like doesn't have a story. It's just like right. uh, kill kill the guy save the fucking right and with your stream how, how, like it, i guess it just depends on how long you're gonna stream for each time um it would probably be like a few like, like four hours or something but like here's the thing yeah final fantasy the the first one is 17 hours um final fantasy 7 on its own once i get to that one is like 40 hours Final Fantasy VIII is like 40 hours. Final Fantasy IX is like 40 hours. So when uh, are you planning on starting this? Um, When I can muster up the sanity. <laughs> well, that might be able to fill the void between my streams. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's actually insane. I mean, you have lots of time to hang out with chat while grinding. Oh, yeah. I mean... <clears throat> to be completely honest with you, uh, I'll be playing Final Fantasy, but I will be exploiting them every every possible way that I can. Hell yeah. Like for Final Fantasy VIII, for example, yes, it's a 40-hour game. Unless, like me, you know the way to get yourself overpowered super early so the rest of the game is fucking piss baby easy. Like, we're talking like Pokemon Sword and Shield levels of easy. And then and then on top of that, you can do like your speed, um, like fast, like speed shit up in the game nat natively. Yeah, like for especially for like the newer ones, like seven, eight, and nine. Like, oh, I don't want to watch this cutscene. Fucking fast forward. Let's go. <laughs> Fuck that. I'm like, ah, technology. And like, you know, this is like cheating and shit. But like, you can straight, straight up have infinite H. Like, I could make it so like I never die. Like, if I wanted to. Yeah. Or maybe that's a good thing to do. Maybe I just see how bad I can bust the fucking game. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, nine now has all those like cheats like natively in game. Whenever you download it digitally, like on Switch, it's already there. Yep, same thing. I have it on the PC version, um, and I had I have two files on Final Fantasy IX. One that I played the normal way, and the one where I was just like, ah, let's see how this goes. I have infinite money. I have infinite <laughs> limit break, uh, infinite trance. So I'm just like, oh, uh, and anytime something hits me, my HP just immediately shoots back up to full. So it's just like, <laughs> I don't die. Uh, also, I started the game at level 99. Holy shit. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, that was fun. <laughs> Sounds fun. It is. Breaking games inherently is fun. And when the game just gives you the tools to do it themselves, it's like, okay. Even better. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's what most games should do. So you don't have to. Like, that prevents modding. And if they don't want it, then there you go. Put it in the game already. Yeah. It's just like, oh, I could go, like, download, like, a fucking cheat engine for this. Or you could just give me infinite money as a setting that I can turn on. 
exactly. Like I am pro modding. I am pro have fun with your games, mess with them, do whatever you want to do. Yeah, dude, I paid the fucking money for it. If I want to do dumb bullshit in my game, then I'm going to do it. <laughs> exactly. Now, with that being said, if they really want to prevent it, let them have fun with it. Yeah, fuck it. It's just it's it's just like saying like, yo, emulation's like it's the way to go. But if you wanted to prevent it, make your games accessible, and people will pay for it. Uh, Same very much concept. so. Yeah. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um. So let's see. Last thing that I've been playing is right now I'm doing Assassin's Creed Black Flag. Um. About ten sequences in, and God, I just. I, I, I'm surprised by how much I'm enjoying this game. It's so good. <laughs> it, it's legitimately good. Like, like, I didn't think they could make that Assassin's Creed that good. It, it just sucks because, like, yeah, like, <clears throat> you know, the last one I played was Origins. And I thought that game was good, but I was like, man, they should have just made another Black Flag. <laughs> it's just, like, okay. It's different, you know? You're not just on land. They included like the sea part, which every once in a while you have like your island pop up with your, uh, with like some kind of treasure on there. And it's like, yo, you might want to look here. And it's very un Ubisoft like to do that because typically they like to like put everything on the mini map. And they're still not there. But it's cool knowing that while that's still a thing, there is more than just clearing it all out. There's still more things to find. It's like, um, wow, it's almost like you're on an, like a pirate adventure or something. Exactly. They they and like just and shit happens. Um, I like that they made it to where you can't just like breeze through the game and not think about it. Like, I got to a point to where I legitimately had to like back out of a mission and and like upgrade my ship because it would not like I just I wasn't at that point to where I could progress the story. So it kind of forces you to do some of the other stuff. But in that, but in doing that, you realize how much fun it actually is. <clears throat> you know, like going through uh, the warehouses to steal metals to upgrade your ship and things like that. Um, and it, it didn't feel it, it, it's forced, but it felt organic because I had to do it to progress. And in doing so, that made me think like, okay, well, let me just do some of these now. And it, it didn't feel like I'm just clearing a map. It felt like just more to do, like just extra content in the game. And that's really un Ubisoft like, you know? Oh, 100%. So I'm having a good time with it. I'm playing it right now. I'm about to fuck a ship up, actually, if we're being honest. And ship battles you are were fun. The one that got fucked up. No, that, that, that already happened many times. Okay. Um, <clears throat> it's weird that there's like a stealth segment with a ship where you have to like go steal another enemy's. Uh, flag so you kind of blend in like cool little things like that that are you don't really see because I mean since one is I don't know but I can't speak for games later than this but since when did Assassin's Creed do things like that you know yeah I, I think even a lot of like the newer Assassin's Creed games like I, you know just speaking from I, I don't know what the fuck's going on with Odyssey or anything like that but you got like stealth sections and shit in Origins where it's just like, oh, you just follow somebody, hope they don't see you. It's just like, I don't know. Right. Man. And that's the stuff I don't like from my Assassin's Creed games. Uh, like at all. So to do it like on a vessel, it's like, oh, you changed it up a little bit. That is actually kind of fun. 
Yeah, that's what I, I as like I think Origins is a good game. Like I think like I I enjoyed my time with it. Like let's see, I, I could I'm gonna pull up my Steam library right now to see how much I enjoyed it. Um, I enjoyed a full 36 hours of Assassin's Creed Origins. That's enough for it. That's enough to know whether or not you like it. Yeah, um, I think that game is pretty good. Do I think it's great? No. I think it's good. I think I got my money's worth out of it because, I don't know, Egypt's a cool fucking setting. Yeah. Uh, they do the same thing that, like, uh, Black Flag does where they just... Like, I don't know if you've encountered it in Black Flag, but they have, like, basically just big fuck you ships as, like, super bosses, essentially. Yes. Yeah. Um, uh, Assassin's Creed Origins does the same thing, except, like... What are they, big camels? No, it's fucking Anubis. Like, oh, hell yeah. <laughs> you fight a fucking, like, 12-foot-tall Anubis. It's fucking sick. That's actually pretty cool. Yeah, like, when I saw that, like, he, when I saw it for the first time, I was like, oh, fuck, and he beat the dog shit out of me. Uh, <laughs> so I might want to play uh, Origins now. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, dude, if you want to spend money to just... Uh, it's like endgame stuff. Like, I really don't think you can even see that until, like, the end of the game, but... Uh, even just like look it up on YouTube, it's a fucking sight. <laughs> like when you, you just like see a big fucking Anubis. Like I think that's like all the super bosses too. Like I think you just fight Egyptian deities. Uh, I mean, I'm down. Which uh, which I'm just like, yo, that's badass. Um, but I think like in terms of like a full game, like as a package, Black Flag is like the, the last truly great like Assassin's Creed. Yeah, I I I'm really enjoying it way more than I thought I would, and. Maybe it's a good thing that I didn't play it on console because I mean, Switch, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. Um, I think that's really about it. I've got a couple other things I want to play. The hard part, like, once you start streaming is, okay, what do I play normally? What do I stream? Oh, yeah, that's the fuck. That's the curse, dude. And then it, it's like you see something, you'll be like, oh, that'd be a really good stream game. And then you're watching, you're looking at it, be like, but I want to play it now. <laughs> right. And I'm running into that with Metroid Dread. Because ah. I love Metroid. And I think it'd be very cool to play that on stream. But on the other hand, I kind of want to keep that one for me. Let that be your, let that be your, I just had a child and I'm decompressing game. <laughs> Maybe. That might be what I do. You're probably right on that. I mean, Look, I, I, I don't have uh, child-rearing levels of stress in my life at the moment, but I do always have those games where I'm just like, no, this is my, I'm going to sit down and play this because the world is burning around me and I just want to feel good for a moment. Like, I, I, I have games for that shit. Like, and Assassin's Creed is kind of, I mean, it's kind of weird to say, but that's kind of my game right now because I'm not playing on stream. It's on my lunch break. It's when I'm doing, like, shit like this. It's just my pick up and play when i got like an hour to spare or whatever maybe yeah and here's um, the thing like yeah there's like there, there's like some sick piratey action but you know um say, just sailing in that game is fucking cozy dude like it, i just it is. love it. like dude the sea shanties are so sick yeah dude <laughs> like, like, i'm just like that, like you can literally collect new songs for them to sing it's so fucking cool yeah dude like i just like that game is just like it like it's, as much as it's like a dumb action game like it's weird, like, it has this, like, just sailing the seas has this, like, Stardew Valley level of coziness where I'm just like, ah, just me and my boys on the fucking high seas singing yeah. some songs. Let's go. Yeah, I To agree. the point where, like, sometimes I get bummed when, like, there's an enemy ship on the horizon. I'm like, ah, fuck, I gotta, like, do shit now. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's like, ah, oh, what? Damn it, my notoriety level's pretty fucked. 
I was like, I was just en- I was enjoying my time here on the seas. Just listen to him sing. Um, <laughs> the fucking I, I speared a freaking whale. That was cool. Oh yeah, I, I that that shit's an experience. Yeah. So it, it's just it's cool. There's a lot of stuff you can do. I'm really enjoying it. And I'm probably gonna play. I think it's Rogue was next, just because it came in like the two download. Pack, oh, the, you got the pack. Might as well. You paid for it. Yeah, I think that was. I don't. That might have been the only way to play it on Switch. I don't know. Um, that sounds. That sounds. That sounds like an Ubisoft move. Here, play this one that nobody really like talks about. Yeah. <laughs> if you really. <laughs> yeah, and Liberation came on three, and I was like, should I play it? And I was like, no. And then the very first thing. Oh yeah, and then the Liberation Project. It's like fuck. <laughs> yeah, God, God, fucking damn it! Yeah, so I might go back and play that. It was a uh, the PSP exclusive, which it's only yeah, like eight yeah. hours. I kind of so. I don't know why. Like it's funny talking about Assassin's Creed. I was just thinking about this. I like I was just sitting there. And I was like, I kind of want to play Syn- try Syndicate. I see like or not? That's not Syndicate. Is oh, is it Syndicate? The one where you're like in France or some shit? I have no idea. I lost track. And like it's it's well documented. All it takes for me to want to play a game is to have it connected to another freaking game. Like if I play one, it's like oh shit. Like I started doing this because I never went back and finished Desmond Miles like deal. Oh yeah, his fucking so that that, fucking loser. Right. So that's when I was like, okay, I got to do three because you know that's the trilogy with six games. Like that's that that's the gimmick. Like okay, I got to do that. And I don't think anyone's going to give any like pushback on that. Like, oh, that makes sense. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> and then someone told me, oh, yeah, in six, you're a... Uh, it's like, you're a uh, Conway's uh, grandfather. It's like, fuck. No, not... Like, I feel like, like son fuck. of a bitch. It's like, <laughs> you had to tell me that? Like, fuck. <laughs> you motherfucker. Now I have to play this dumb fucking game. <laughs> right. Now, I had to fucking get the, uh, get the bundle. So, okay, I'll play Rogue. If Rogue is com- like has a cliffhanger ending, I mean, you all probably played this like ten years before me, so you definitely know this before I would. I'm fucking, I'm in, because that's the way this shit worked. It's funny, like I don't remember the ending. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, it's funny, like uh, what I was thinking of too. The one thing, like I, I thought, Assassin's Creed Three was like kind of whatever for the most part. Um, that DLC is fucking hilarious. I don't remember I did any of the DLC. The DLC is well, the one that matters is like when George Washington's the bad guy. Oh yes, 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 I do remember that. <laughs> I mean, I didn't play the, it, but I do remember that being. A thing. Yeah, it it's so fucking funny because it's just the dumbest concept. Like George Washington is just like this evil, sadistic fuck, and I'm just like, dog, what the fuck uh, is happening? Like, what happened here? I can't like I I didn't take this game seriously already, but it's just like why why is this happening right now? Mm-hmm. So uh, that's where I'm at. That's where I'm at with games. We actually spent a lot of time talking about what I've been playing. Holy crap! Yeah, you've actually been playing some stuff. That's yeah. Funny. What have you been playing? Um, so there's the usual stuff: uh, Binding of Isaac, uh, Final Fantasy fourteen. Okay. You know, I'm not gonna go into. In that into any depth because I feel like I talk about that a lot. But those today are very I play very much repetitive games. Like yeah, that's like that's the shit that I'm like playing over an extended period of time. So right. it's like whatever. Um, I did get a chance to play Raji uh, today actually. That's one that I've been um, curious on. 
Yeah, I, I got I got a couple thoughts about that game. Uh, thoughts, thoughts. Give us your thoughts. First off, um, I think it looks really, really fucking good. Um, it's it's got like that isometric, like very drawn back camera, like art, like like camera style to it. Mm-hmm. It's got like this very like colorful art style. It's it's nice, man. It looks real good. Uh, it's one of those games like if you really like got up on something, I'm sure the models and everything would look like shit. But like from the distance, it's at everything looks really good. So what, what are care. you playing on Game Pass, PC? Yes, PC okay. Game Pass. Uh, I, I think the music is fucking awesome. Uh, I think the 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 very like obvious cultural lore that it draws from is very enticing. Um, this is something i appreciate about this game it's like i've i i've only played about an hour or so of it so not like too much uh-huh. but i have been i like this is the only game where i've had to like actively google stuff and i like appreciate that it made me do that <laughs> what do you mean by that like it just like didn't know what to do or like no like, like reference like, or no like like yeah like googling up like uh like the lore like oh like who is uh like Oh, I'm so I'm so bad with like these with these fucking names like the gods and all that or yeah like because you know like the game is basically narrated by Vishnu and another of the uh, of the I guess Indian uh, deities Mm -hmm. Um, so that's fucking cool but then there's like shit that I've never fucking heard of there's like crazy imagery that I'm looking up like there's like some puzzles in this game and I will admit the puzzles are straight up fucking baby mode shit like you just you rotate something until it forms like an image and then it like locks in place when you have it in the right place so it's like there's no thinking to it which is one thing i'm just like then why do it um but there's like a tree that you have to do at the very beginning that's part of a puzzle you have to rotate that's made of fucking demon faces Uh, oh that's sick (laughs) yeah it's 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 beautiful and it's also i'm like this shit this shit looks fucking terrifying like (laughs) so how does it play doing things like that yeah, um, here's the thing. I don't think it plays that great. Oh, uh, shit. That's my one downside. So, for a game like this, like, the style that's trying to emulate, like, this is a kind of a game you expect to kind of have, like, fast-paced combat for the most part. Because it yeah. puts, like, the flow of the of the game seems to be so far... You go through, like, traversing something like, you know, you're climbing up posts, you're jumping on the ledges, and then you get to a very obvious, oh, this is a big circular room. <laughs> Wonder what's going to happen here, you know? It has Yeah. It's got, like, poles in the middle that you can swing off of that you, ver- that you learn about. It's like, oh, when you see all this stuff at once, like, oh, combat room, of course. Yeah. Um, The combat is, like, super sluggish. I get that, like, you're playing, like, a, you're, you're literally playing, like, a little girl, basically. Um, so you're not like some warrior or something, uh, but you are using a spear. Uh, Durga is the name of, I think, the main narrator who is like the goddess of war or something like that. Uh, she gives you her spear called like, I think it's called the Trishul or something, the Trishul, something mm-hmm. like that. Um, and it's like, I, I get that you're just like a kid that's like, and even the, the narration from like Vishnu is like, oh, she needs to learn how to fight and stuff like that. But which is cool um but it's it's very slow and sluggish um it feels weighty at least like you do big attacks the screen shakes there's like this there's like some clear impact but i i I want to like hammer off there's very simple combos it's like you hit uh 
have Xbox controller here. So it's like you'll, you'll hit X three times for like your light combo. Uh-huh. You'll hit Y three times for your heavy combo. And as far as I see, there's no variance. Like you can't do like an X, X, Y or something like that and get like a different move. It's just you just you mash basically. Um, so it, it gets very like one note. Like uh, I know this is like a very small studio that made this game. And I think it's their first game also. Mm-hmm. Um, I think everything so like around the game is cool like i i love the atmosphere that it has i'm fucking like i'm not i'm not that far in at all but i uh, i'm like in love with the story so far and i've only played an hour but i think oh. it's fucking awesome that, would, you, would you say that alone is worth continuing yeah I, i'm i'm for sure I, I for sure want to play it because i want to see the resolution of the story so it's like it's it's cool that like the game is like story-wise good enough and interesting enough and yeah because it's like a culture I'm extremely unfamiliar with besides hearing like, you know, like I've heard of, I've heard of Shiva. I've heard of Vishnu. I've heard right. of, of Garuda and things like that. Like these are like things like I have very ancil- like I have very ancillary knowledge of, right. But it's all the other shit around it. Like there's like the, at the very beginning of the game and like the tutorial area, there's like these murals that you go up to that talks about how Dorga originally defeated the, like the fucking demon boar god or something like that it, it it sounds fucking badass and these murals that are painted on the wall are fucking also badass so it's like I'll, i want to see where this shit goes like i will willing to put up with the like the the combat and everything just just to see how this game wraps up and where the story goes because i think that is like where its strongest suit is and i i'm not that much of a fucking stickler that i like like oh no! If you can play a retro like game, sh- you can play something like that. Yeah, for sure. Like, uh, there's a lot of games that I know that like play like dog shit, but have great stories. So it makes you want to see see them through for the most part. Um, and I think this is one of them. I don't think it plays like dog shit. I, I think like you know, it's it's combat is fine. The way it plays is like fine. Yeah, it's just not. It's just not the highest of stat. Like it won't. There's stuff to nitpick, basically. Yeah, it's just like it's slow like I, I obviously yeah it's it's very slow um honestly you know i'm still only an oh, hour in did I lose you no did you lose me hello hey and we're back uh discord was being a pain in the ass and probably my internet also um so we're just gonna two pains two asses hooray um but yeah, just to close up on Raji, um, I think it's a really good game. Well, not not really good. It's it's good story wise at least. Uh, that those that gameplay issue that I'm having could resolve itself within the next like hour or so of the game. Like I don't fucking know. I got to put more time into it. Um, you know, studio making their first time studio making their game, uh, and if that's the only complaint I have about it, it's really that's really not that big of a deal. <laughs> yeah, that that's less to complain about. What was that other major game the Bio Mutant? Oh yeah, from another first time, like studio. Yeah, uh, I, I would say Raji, uh, different scale of game, of course, but I, I think Raji is in a much better state of playability than Biomutant was, which I just found hella boring. Right, exactly. So they're biting off a good, good amount of what they could chew. Yeah, so you know, I look forward to playing more of that. Uh, stay tuned for whenever we come back to to hear more about Raji. Yeah, it'll be on AD. Yeah, sometime. Um, but the last major game that I've been playing that I've been wanting to talk about is I have both played and finished Ghost of Tsushima. Okay, that's the one I was waiting for. Um, 
the short answer, it's fucking awesome. <laughs> Man, I've been waiting for that. Ghost of Tsushima is fucking awesome. Um, I do have my gripes with it. There, there's like really, a, it's sometimes it's nitpicky. It, it's it's the same thing. It's like sometimes it's it's the combat. I have issues with the combat. Sometimes it, it, it feels really good. Sometimes it infuriates me to no end because of what kind of game it is and what it was trying to emulate. Um, mm -hmm. But other than that, like uh, first thing I want is to get like all the nice shit out of the way first. Um, I'm I'm playing this. I'm playing the director's cut version on my PS5, uh, and this is one of like if you thought like Last of Us was like peak, like how is this running on a fucking console? I don't know how Ghost of Tsushima ran on a fucking ps4 <laughs> like just like insane yeah like because you know it's up res for ps5 obviously and i'm just like right. there's been so many times like i don't I, this is one of the first games i played where i was like taking lots of fucking screenshots <laughs> just because it looked that good like i would just like come up on like a scene where like you just like come up to like a lake and you see like the sun the like the sunrise reflecting off the water in this perfect lighting while you're standing in like this field of white flowers. And I was, and I'm just like, holy shit. Like this, it, I had this same feeling when I played last of us too. Cause you know, that's another game where we've been very vocal about like, Oh, this, game, yeah, yeah. this game looks fucking incredible. Like so many times, like you can even attest, like my, my girlfriend was, would, would watch me play it because she, she likes the horse. That, that's her oh, review okay. of goes to Tsushima. She likes the horse. Uh, but like we would That's be amazing. there, and I, and I would just look at her and be like, "Video games just look like this now, huh?" Like that—that's the kind of like. That's where we're at. Yeah, I'm just like, holy fuck, dude! Like it's, it's a beautiful game. Uh, it's it's stunning. It's honestly stunning. Um, voice acting, fucking awesome. I've been playing with the uh, English track, obviously. I, I think that's just the defaults. Yeah, I, I think uh, you can do a New Game Plus in this, and I think for New Game Plus, I'm going to opt for uh, Japanese uh, Japanese audio with English subtitles to make it really feel. Because man, you know how we were talking? We were talking with uh, with Jesus when he was on here because he was the one that had played it at the time. You know, like they have the right. Kuros the Kurosawa mode because like they know what they're doing. Like they know what they're, what shit they're trying to emulate. I didn't understand fully how much they were really going for like the Kurosawa feel until like, like actually played it like i'm like oh my god dude like and i think for the most part they fucking nail it um it's fucking good man uh, the good parts about combat when it's firing on all cylinders you feel like a fucking monster um one of my favorite things to do in the game is you have the ability to do what's called a standoff um, mm -hmm. you basically roll up on a group of mongols because that those are the enemies here you're fighting one of i think it's kubla khan's cousin or something like that Khan, whatever the fuck uh Shao Kahn. i was literally about to make that joke also <laughs> <laughs> um wow all right uh like literally my mouth was forming the words when you said it so that was insane gotta be quick um but yeah like you'll roll up on a group of muggles who basically just yell at them you'll be like hey bitch but you know in a very samurai version of that uh and you basically do like a little, not like a quick time event, but like a timing thing where mm -hmm. you have to like wait until the right moment where the enemy is attacking you. And then when you do it, when you let go of the button at the right moment, you instantly kill them. 
And as you upgrade that ability, you can instantly kill up to like two or three more people, depending on the set of gear that you're wearing. And it just feels really fucking good. Like uh, one of those satisfying, like, yeah, I just did that. Yeah, shit. like, cause you just instantly merc three people. And sometimes even like the, some of like the harder difficult, like the harder to fight enemies that like uh -huh. are like real pains in the ass. You just you fucking slice through them in one hit and it feels really fucking good. Um, I think the story is fucking awesome. There's like some legitimately heartbreaking moments. Um, man, it's just like statute of limit. What's the statute of limitations on Tsushima? Um, uh, it's still, it's probably been out about a year or so. Okay. I, I will just say that there are some moments that like, I was just like, I was fucking, it's like back to back moments where you're just like, no, what? Like you're just like, oh, so sad. Um, depending on how you you have a choice on how you want to do the ending and depending on how you do that um uh, that's pretty emotional um i chose my and, and here like it's funny that there's two different endings but whether it, whether you pick the good ending or not is extremely subjective to how you feel your character uh gene uh feel like how you how you feel like he is like who you feel he is as a person like i think it's cool that like the good like what what some people would consider the bad ending because I, I looked it up online. I'm one of those people where, like, after I was done with it, I was like, oh, what's, like, the good ending? And people, there's, like, debates on Reddit as to where, like, why people think that the ending that they got is the good ending because of Gene's ideals or why, like, it's, so it's crazy how it's just, like, you don't know if you, like, only you can say if you got the good or bad ending or not, which I really can appreciate. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and at the heart of it like this isn't a spoiler because like the heart of it is like you know you're fighting the mongols right right and your character is a samurai and obviously samurais are very like honorable like they're they're basically they're basically the japanese version of like medieval knights you know what i mean they're very like honor bound they're very we have a code and we have to follow it um but this is also a game where you're basically playing an assassin's creed game jumping off of roofs and knifing people in the fucking neck you know which is very like non-samurai yeah this um, is like a thing like you choose like honor or or fear or something like that i'm trying to remember what but I it's, not, it's not like a thing you choose it's just like because you know well, well like your playstyle dictates well i guess yeah i mean i mean it doesn't like the way you play doesn't affect the story because jane is seen the same way no matter what like he has a persona like he is the ghost of tsushima like that's the legend that gets built of him in the story um and so it's like the whole point of the game is like th this isn't a spoiler because this is like this is the precedent the game sets from the very fucking beginning. Like mm -hmm. you you have to like rescue your you're trying to rescue your uncle from the Mongols who was captured right. after a fight. And your your uncle is like very much like by the book samurai. And you're having to resort to basically the enemy, the Mongols tactics, like this guerrilla warfare to like try to rescue him. So it's just like, oh, like, and he he gets like fucking pissed at you because he's you're like, why are you doing this bullshit? Like, that's not how the samurai, that's not the samurai code. Like, that's yeah, like, you are without honor. And you're like, nah, man, it's fine. Like, I, hey, man, I saved your ass. Like, or I'm trying to save your ass here. Like, hello, like I do, I do what I have to do. So it's it's very much like you see him as like a conflicted person. It's like it's someone who has to do what he has to do, and has to be like, oh, this very like, very, you know even then like this very outdated way of thinking and this very outdated notion of like honor and like what that means and 
it's it's good shit, man. It's very good shit. Like I, I've never been. I haven't been this impressed by a game like on all facets in a long time. And the um, fact that it's a previous generation game too. Yeah, and um, I this was one of the games for, for the longest time. I had fucking mad FOMO. I had mad fucking FOMO from. I two, still do. Um, and you know, I waited and waited. I finally got this PS5. I was like, I, I should probably play this console huh? that I spent $500 on mm -hmm. or whatever. So, you know, decided to pick it up. I spent the $70, which, you know, I think we talked about how I feel like that's a bullshit price point, but for, at least for this, I could justify it. It's like, well, it comes with DLC and stuff like that. Right. Too, so I would have, yeah, which I, I do agree with that take. Yeah. Like I like, like, you know, I would have paid about that much regardless. You know what I mean? Like if I got the game plus DLC and things, I probably would have paid more like close to like a hundred probably. Um, so, yeah, I, I I for sure got my money's worth. Uh, I think it's an incredible game. I will also say, combat doesn't always work the way I feel it should. Uh, so, the way combat works, it's very similar to Assassin's Creed, also, and that you know, you have a you have a very like you have like good attacks, you have like stances and stuff like that, which are all sick. Uh, the big complaint I have with is with the uh, parry system. Mm -hmm. uh, half the time it just doesn't work when you feel like it should like like you know it this game wants to imitate like a kurosawa film so it wants like the sword play to feel like a dance almost you know what i mean yeah like um which i'm all for because i like that kind of artsy shit in my samurai media but when i hit the parry button at the exact time i feel like i should hit it and it doesn't work and then sometimes it does i'm like uh what the fuck am i doing hello yeah and then, like, sometimes you just get, like, turned around accidentally. Enemies have moves that they just, like, they like they will literally, like, there's these Ronin guys that you can fight. Uh, and they're, they're a lot fucking harder because they basically have the same fighting style that you do because they're just, like, mercenary, like mercenary samurais, basically. Mm -hmm. um, so they have, like, a, a similar set of moves to you. But for some reason, they can cover an insane amount of distance. Like, it, it looks goofy as fuck, like, the amount of distance that they cover. Like, if this was an actual person, like, that's not how actual people, like, move across the space. Yeah. And uh, the, it's, like, the rest of the game kind of leans that way. It's like, what the fuck? Yeah, it's it's that's, it's that's very video gamey. Um, so, yeah, that's, like, one of my biggest gripes is, like, that parry shit does not work how it's supposed to half the time. Um so combat can sometimes feel a little bit of like like you're like so many times where i died when i was like there's no fucking way like there's absolutely no way i didn't parry that shit you know what i mean mm -hmm. um but i think besides that it works I, I like how they handle like pseudo boss well boss fights in it which goes very much into the kurosawa film like uh boss fights are essentially just one-on-one -on -one sword fights against someone whether it be like a That's mongol cool. camp leader or like whoever the boss is and like you're surrounded by their their cronies basically and it's just this like crazy cool one-on-one -on -one sword fight um uh, it's this game's got a fucking aesthetic to it man i think once i'm like done done with it because i'm still playing it I, there's like a whole separate dlc like the dlc area that i haven't done that i want to get to mm -hmm. i want to like do the whole 100 percent like oh free the island from the remaining mongols there's like so you get like companions in the game too, and they each have their own individual storylines that are all equally interesting. Like you get this one dude who's like, uh, who's a really good archer, and his story arc involves you trying to track down 
and kill his uh, his apprentice that turned on him. And there's this other lady that uh, her name is Lady Masako, and like her whole thing is like you're trying to help her find her family's killers. Um, it's really cool shit, man. I I think like besides my my small gripes with uh, with the combat, it it's a it's close to a fucking perfect game, man. It's so fucking good. Once I'm like done, when I feel like I'm done done with it, I want to in uh, in the mini games Discord. Um, post like my favorite screenshots because there's there's some shots of this game that just look fucking beautiful and i mean the they, it's you know every game has a fucking photo mode now this one's no exception yeah um, this one i feel like really benefits from a photo mode it's got some really cool filters um on my twitter i tweeted a picture of a katana stuck into like a grave with like the red samurai filter over it just because i thought it looked cool and i'm like fuck dude this looks badass i have like a whole game filled with that yeah i have like there's a there's a beautiful shot of you fighting the uh, that i a screenshot that i took of you fighting the final boss and you you fight the final boss fight in front of your father's grave in a field of flowers oh the flowers or leaves that are on the ground half the leaf the leaves that you're standing on are white the the flowers the petals that the your enemy standing on are red you both have like your swords pointed at each other it's like this it's like there's some the cinematography on this game is fucking bonkers <laughs> yeah they made it, it more than just the game yeah it it feels it feels like you're you're playing a fucking movie it's like corny as that shit sounds like it feels like you were playing a kurosawa era film um i don't think i would do it with the black and white filter on because uh that's a game that I want. I want the full color and vibrancy in. Like I want that shit. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I I can't gush about it more. Like I, I mean, I could talk about Tsushima all night. Honestly, um, this was like I said earlier, one of the games I probably had the most amount of FOMO for, because this came out what around the same time as Last of Us, I think. Yeah, Last of Us. Yeah, Last of Us Two. And like that's like how are you like how was I going to play this over last of us two? You know what I mean? Like at the end of the day, like I, here's the thing. Like I probably enjoyed Tsushima more than I enjoyed last of us two. Wow. Like they're very different games, obviously, but just like last of us two is a game that's like, it's exhausting to play that game. <laughs> like there's a, there's like, there's like that game is like, it's a good time, but like, it's a bad time. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I know exactly what you mean we talked about it i think like that game is just like the the vibe of that game is just fucking oppressive um and sometimes like like i after i beat last of us like i had to like sit down and be like oh man like i i don't fucking talk to me like it's just it's a lot yeah that's a lot to take in with tsushima i'm just like it feels like i'm in a fucking theme park playing playing the ooh look at that game (laughs) like i have I can't remember the last time I played a game where I was just like, oh, if I stand in this exact spot right here, the sun is going to shine on me in such a way that I can get a really good picture. <laughs> and it's fucking sick, man. Uh, if you have the means, because I, I think the director's cut is also on PS4. Um, if you have the means and you haven't done it yet, play Ghost of Tsushima. It's it's a fucking incredible game um 
I think because I played it this year, this might this might be my game of the year. <laughs> <laughs> like as of right now, as it stands, I think Ghost of Tsushima is my game of the fucking year. Holds up more than Yakuza. Yeah, well, I played, I played, I cut, I call Yakuza. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's that's the thing about Yakuza, though. It's like I played most of it last year. Okay. So it's like that kind of falls into like last year's category. I know, I'm like, oh, I can consider it for this year. But like for games I flat out played and started this year and finished this year, man, I, I don't know how you get much better than Tsushima because, um. That game, that game does some shit, man. It does some shit. That story goes some places. I mean, it's not the most. I will say it is not the most like original, innovative story. You know, it's, it's fucking. It's guy, just, it's almost like a revenge story. Yeah, it's a revenge story. Guy has to go against his moral code, like do deplorable things. To to do the right thing, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's like, oh, do you risk losing? Like, do you become the beast or do you reject? You know that kind of shit. Yeah. Um, but they got to trace on become the bull. Yeah, exactly. But like the way that it is fucking handled is just done so well. Uh, it it does a really good job about making a story that you've heard plenty of fucking times seem like it's something fresh. And, and like it, it plays really fucking well to boot. <laughs> fuck fuck that parry shit sometimes though. If pairing's the only problem. That's not bad. Yeah, it, yeah. What what is it? What does it say about the game? That the only problem is like uh, sometimes the parries don't work like I think they should, and I die too often. If one mechanic has a criticism, basically. Yeah, it, it's it's crazy. The one mechanic that feels bad, that feels kind of bad, but like everything else, I'm just like, yo, know, like because it's a game where like you know sometimes combat feels bad. You're like I don't even want to fucking fight anything. Like I'm like yo, square up, motherfuckers. Like let's go, sword mode activate. Uh, yeah. Um, it's fucking cool, man. Uh, uh, I want to go play it right the fuck now. <laughs> like just talking about it makes me like, fuck this podcast. See you guys when we see you. I'm gonna fire up Ghost of Tsushima. I'm not gonna do that right now. Uh, well, um, nothing stopping me from doing that with a different game. Fair. Well, at least yours is portable. I have to go to a different room to play Ghost of Tsushima. So uh, that's true. Um, yeah. Uh, it's crazy that this is a game that came out like a year or two ago. And I'm like, this is my favorite game that came out this year. I know. Um, yeah. My, my final thoughts about ghost of Tsushima is like, I, uh, I wish I had played this earlier. Even the part of me is like glad that I did not because seeing this game on a PlayStation five is a fucking sight. So do you think it's one worth bringing over to PC? Oh, if dude, if this game would, was on PC, I would buy it again. Holy shit, seventy bucks! Yeah, I fuck it, dude. Instantly, easy. Based on like how my experience of it, just to see how it looks on fucking PC. Oh my god, damn. Because here's the thing, like, yeah, PS5 looks good with this thing with a cranked up graphics card. Ooh, what's what 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 resolution does the PS5 put it out at? That's a good question. I don't actually know. I can actually check that really quick. Let's see. Ghost of Tsushima. You can tell how fucking 
pissed I am because I was like, Ghost, but my first search is Ghost of Tsushima Perry. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, hello? Uh, hmm. So it looks like it depends on the, like, because you can set it to, like, the mode. Mm -hmm. uh, like, performance or whatever. Yeah, resolution mode runs it at 2160p. So basically 4K? Yeah, basically 4K at 60 FPS most of the time. Um, yeah, dude, that... It's Which, I mean, that's PC right there. Yeah, for sure. It, it's like, it's it's actually fucked. Like, it's fucked up how good that game looks. Because here's the thing. Last of Us, it's a fucking beautiful game. But Last of Us is a very contained, linear experience. They had to make a right. fucking island for Ghost of Tsushima. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and that island looks fucking amazing the whole goddamn time. <laughs> Pretty wild. Play it. Find your PS4, Keith, and play Ghost of Tsushima. Lend me your PS5 and I will pay a fee. Drop your child off at daycare and come play Ghost of Tsushima. No, I really will pay a fee if you then provide oh, PS5 oh. for it. <laughs> Here's the thing, dude. You're not touching my fucking PS5, are <laughs> Damn. You can come look at it. <laughs> you can play it over here. <laughs> yeah, you can you can come play it over here, but if you think for a fucking second I'm leaving my PS5 with you for even five minutes, you're out of your goddamn mind. <laughs> It'd be worth it. Listen for here, dude. Listen here, dude. I didn't let my Kane's chicken fingers get cold in the car to let somebody else touch my fucking PS5, alright? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get the last one at my local GameStop just to let somebody touch it. Watch it just tell Rachel. Sorry, Rachel. Coming over. Gotta play a game. I would love it if she just like came home from work one day and you were just here and you're just like Like you just let me in. <laughs> yeah, just like and someone being like, Don't you have like a newborn? She's just like Mike wouldn't let me take the PS5 home. <laughs> so I'm playing Ghost of Tsushima. Uh, he said you'd understand. She would probably just shake her head and walk away. Probably. <laughs> On one hand, she should expect that by now, but on the other, I mean, I, I'm sure it, I'm sure it would not. It would, it would probably wouldn't be the most shocking thing. <laughs> no, I should be like, oh, Keith's here. Okay, just say 2021. Yeah, for, for real. Um, but yeah, that's all I've been playing. Uh, I, I, I mainlined Ghost of Tsushima. Like I was, once I got it, I was like, this is all I'm fucking doing. I, I played Final Fantasy 14 just to do like my daily shit. And then I was like, all right, fuck this. Back to the couch to play Tsushima. Um, felt really good playing a console game for what felt like a, the first time in a long time. I bet. I mean, that's kind of the feeling that I get when I play Skyward Sword a little bit. I know it's with an asterisk, but I'm playing it uh, docked, so I, I kind of get it. Yeah, you're, you get, you're getting like the console experience. It's just like, you know, uh, around, fuck, what was it? Black Friday, Christmas time. We got like that 55 inch TV or whatever the fuck. Oh, that's cool. Like the big ass TV. So it's just like, oh yeah. I was like, this is this is this the day. way. Fucking me on my shitty CRT TV playing Super NES as a kid would shit his fucking pants if he saw this, this experience. I mean, okay, like think of it this way. No matter how much you flex the Master Race, because you should, we all played on a console oh a thousand percent like i love my pc 
I think I would even say that I've I will I I prefer my PC over my console, even my very expensive PS5. I prefer my PS my my PC more. Sit there. There are few feelings that beat sitting on your fucking couch with like in like the middle of the night with the glow of your TV on, just playing exactly. a fucking video game. Like as corny as it sounds, like as a thirty year old man, like ah yeah, I was like ah my youth. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And like once I get this game room set up, I'm gonna make it a point to um pretty much have like this PC going HDMI to a TV at some point to where I could you know do whichever one I want to play. Like if I want to play on a freaking controller. But that gets console. I'm gonna do that. Yeah, that's the that's the, the purse of being an adult. Yeah, there's just some kind of charms you just can't get rid of. And PC gaming, as cool as it is, yeah, you, you kind of gotta rely on on a good chair. Nothing beats playing on a couch. Oh yeah, like if it wasn't for the, like you know, the gaming chair meme is whatever it is, but like you know, my secret lab chair is good. It's very comfy. It should be. I paid enough money for it. Um, I can't lay down, <laughs> but right. play video games like I can exactly. on my fucking couch. Exactly. And like, like picture this. I was. This is how I was playing Ghost of Tsushima. I, I had a controller in one hand, fucking tray table, next to me with a soda and some chips. <laughs> like I was. Yeah. I was like, I was like, damn, dude, I am, I am the fucking gamer meme right now. Like when people think of like, oh, you're a gamer, like I'm living that right now with that one game. Yeah. And you know what? I'm all for, it. I think that's probably what like enhanced my love of Tsushima more. It's just like, it felt, there's like a very nostalgic thing of it. It's good stuff. I feel that. Um, that ran kind of long. <laughs> But you know, yeah, holy shit, we've got a whole episode just off what we've been playing. Yeah, for real. Um, you know, I think uh, we're gonna go through news. I think most of this stuff we can get through pretty quickly here. Uh, in the interest of time, so a lot of it's Gamescom stuff. I think stuff near the end of this list here is what we'll be uh, digging into a little bit more. Yeah, that's like the important shit. But you know, Gamescom uh, was this past week. Uh, there was. Like, Honestly, it would it would be like two episodes just covering fucking everything that got announced right. <laughs> at Gamescom. We're just kind of doing the stuff that's cool for us. Yeah, these are our highlights. Um, also, speaking of stuff that's cool for us, uh, I do just want to give a very quick uh, shout out to Gamescom. Uh, well, a, one specific game that's coming out on that, that got announced at Gamescom. Um, it's this game called Arcadian Atlas. Um, it's coming out in 2022. It is literally just Final Fantasy Tactics <laughs> <laughs> slash Tactics Ogre. And if you know me, that's very much my shit. Um, so shout out Arcadian Atlas. Uh, buy that shit when it comes out next year. Uh, but first thing here uh, from Gamescom, uh, Firaxis announced Marvel Midnight Suns. Um, it's basically XCOM, but there's like cards involved. It's like a card battle or two. Uh, that's coming out March 2022. I don't think I like it. <laughs> um, we kind of talked about it a little bit off off the air. Yeah, we beforehand we talked we touched on it. We, you were just like, oh, do you think it's gonna be like? Do you think it's gonna be cool? I was just like, they they did come out. I did just see it like while we were discussing some other stuff here that like the develop like for access was like no microtransactions we know there's cards but there's no microtransactions for the cards we promise there's only microtransactions for cosmetics which i'm like 
that's fine. Well, here's the thing. Like, yeah, that's fine. I was like, that's always how it starts, isn't it? <laughs> like, it's yeah. only a map. Like, if I was like, yo, how are you going to have, like, cards and not have my, like, it's very, yeah. I have thoughts about that as someone who has spent a stupid amount of money playing MTG Arena. But, um, but yeah, that that's one thing that they announced. Uh, I, I don't know how I feel about it. We talked about it, like, earlier too when i think of superhero games i just want to unga bunga punch everything yeah um, so like strategy games are cool i just i just think you know for the ip i don't think it works like you know strategy games work really well for lord of the rings so that's like that's war that's literally war so it's like it works for shit like that but for like marvel uh, like why is why is the hulk waiting his turn you know what i mean <laughs> like, <laughs> like why is not a hulk thing to do yeah, why why is the Hulk playing a fucking Black Lotus and waiting for its effect to resolve? Like that's some dumb shit. But you know, whatever. Um, April O'Neil got announced for two different fucking games. Yeah, uh, April O'Neil is going to be a playable character in TMNT Shredder's Revenge. That's like the Turtles in Time looking game. That thing still looks fucking awesome. It uh, does, and I want to play that really fucking bad. Maybe once uh, Keith is done. Uh, taking care of a child for a little bit that can be the next mini game stream as we just fucking rock through some some tmnt beat em up shit i think that would be fucking cool yeah that uh, would maybe that's our maybe that's our, yeah, maybe that's our glorious return who knows yeah i don't even know when that shit's coming out uh me neither uh april o'neill is also going to be a playable character in the in that nickelodeon smash brothers clone uh alongside cat dog who was announced with it too Imagine, I mean, <laughs> imagine picking up cat dog and beating up a motherfucker with with that, dude. I I think it's like losing to cat dog is like the equivalent of losing to like Jigglypuff and Smash. I think you just don't feel good about it. <laughs> like if you're getting beat by like cat dog or one of the fucking angry beavers, I think you just uninstall at that point. Like that's it. Like game over. So I got a I I got asked in chat once like who's gonna be main on that like it, it's like is Nick and Knight a thing like can I main George Lopez. Oh my fucking god! <laughs> I want to. Oh, here, here. How's how's this? Uh, ice climbers, but it's Keenan and Kel. Holy shit! <laughs> I was I was thinking like cat dog, but that works too, I guess. <laughs> uh, me, the me fighters, but it's the cast of all that. Just all of the cast of or the Amanda show. One of the smash abilities, just a big old head. Figure it out. You just got to solve a puzzle. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the final boss is just the aggro crag. Yeah, no. Instead of Master Hen, it's just the figure it out face. No, it's face. Oh, fuck. <laughs> yes. The true final boss is just face. Oh, my God. I wish it was rated M. So face would be like, hi, I'm face. I'm going to fucking murder you. Dude, that sounds like something out of Black Mirror. Probably, you, yeah. That's that's a Black Mirror episode I'm all about. Uh, that Nickelodeon Smash Brothers thing seems so cursed, but so fun. Yeah, I kind of want it. Oh, I'm gonna play it just because of how fucking I get. Dude, I'm gonna I'm gonna be a cat dog main. <laughs> Let's fucking go. Uh, Blasphemous, uh, a game that I feel like you would probably like, Keith. It's very Metroidvania. Uh, uh -huh. 
it gets it, it got announced that, you know there's new dlc coming out for it but more importantly there is a sequel coming in 2023 so we're getting 2023 announcements now because that's where we're at that's where we're fucking at uh i'll let you take this next one because you're the halo guy i do like some halo and uh halo infinite is not going to be fully complete by the time we get it we are i i get it and it kind of sucks at the same time but i also you gotta adapt um delaying forge and campaign co-op to make sure they hit that holiday release window they don't want to they don't want to delay it anymore so they figured okay these regular multiplayer and single player are in a good enough state we we will showcase that and not be disappointed which means that's what we're getting at launch also worth noting they showed zero campaign at, at gamescom <laughs> yeah they really did um, they really did which part of me thinks okay how okay is this another part thinks okay is there a chance that the, like, this campaign is just massively bonkers yeah but it's like, this literally comes out it. it literally comes out in like what three months so yeah four months so like, they 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 also they officially announced their was it their their the release window for yeah the release date which is december 8th so right after my birthday which means hey i got a free game coming my way happy birthday uh, you yay um so here's here's my take on the the basically you're not getting a complete game mm-hmm. it's fine <laughs> i think it's fine because of the way games work now i mean obviously it sucks to a degree like there's no denying that but they're kind of implementing it into their seasons i mean th- this game it's going to be a live support game so co-op is, is releasing approximately three months after release at the end of their first season with forge dropping six months after release if anything i kind of think it actually like brings out more life more of a lifespan within the game yeah it gives you something to look forward to um also, like people are, I, I've seen people bitching, like on like Twitter threads and stuff, being like, "You should have just delayed the game if it wasn't gonna come." It was like, if they delayed the game again, you'd fucking piss your pants and throw a fucking riot in the streets if they delayed the fucking Halo again. Like, you literally cannot yeah. please anybody. Yeah, no, there is no good coming out of this. So, which is the problem? Like, you know, we talked about it before. It's like, don't even fucking say when your game is supposed to come out. Though, no one. You, you can't disappoint anyone if you don't fucking say anything, but... Yeah, and I think this is like... I think they would have faced more backlash had they delayed the game out more. Oh, 100%. I would have been... Like, this I see, I'm just like, I'm like, yeah, it sucks, but, like, I get it. And, look, here's the thing. It's got the campaign, and it's going to have free multiplayer. You know what I give a fuck about when I play Halo? I want to play that campaign. I'm like, wow, that was fucking awesome. Let me shoot some motherfuckers online. <laughs> yeah, Exactly. I mean, the, the, I think the the thing that sucks more to me would be the co-op because that's also one of the fun things with Halo. Oh, yeah, for sure. So, obviously, it'll be a thing you go back for. And a lot of people only play it strictly co-op. So, I think that's kind of your bigger detriment. But even then, it's Halo, it's Infinite, it's Next Gen. It's This one's got hype. And you got a series coming out soon. I don't think it's going to release with the, with the game. But there's... It's transcended. It's become its own icon on its own. It'll be fine. Yeah, for sure. I, I'm very excited for Halo. Um, 
I'm going to play the ever-living shit out of that for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, so next up, uh, Call of Duty Vanguard uh, is suspiciously mixing the Activision logo in all of its uh, promotional stuff. Hmm. I wonder why. There might be some kind of distance going on there. I mean, first off, Call of Duty Vanguard is a thing. Uh, <laughs> yeah, very, very true. They they also showed gameplay at Gamescom, and it looks like a Call of Duty. It does. But yeah, none of those trailers have the Activision logo on there, which usually you want to show off. Oh, yeah, look at the game we made. This time it's very much, hey, uh, there's a game coming out. Don't want you to know we made it. But here's here's everyone knows who the fuck makes call it like they, what fucking surprise do they think that they're that this I know. is? I like, know. And here's the thing though, it, it's it's Call of Duty. It's not gonna. It's I don't think it's gonna fail because of any of this. Oh because fuck it just, no! Again, things that transcend Call of Duty's one of the most mainstream casual like games in existence. Call of Duty is Madden with guns. Like, you think people give a fuck? <laughs> exactly. People are gonna play that no matter what. The people that are playing that aren't the ones on Kotaku. They're not the ones listening to this podcast. They should be. We're the only podcast for them to listen to. Yeah, well, um, you fucking listen They're to not the them. ones keeping up with the news of what happens and what developers are making, what games. They're gonna buy it because of Call of Duty. That's There's, what they know. These are the people that buy, like, one console. Like, oh, they... Like these are the people that don't give a fuck that like even on consoles, Call of Duty is like nine thousand gigs because that's all they buy a console for anyway. Exactly. So the game's gonna be successful. You can throw the Activision logo on it, and you're not you're gonna hear a vocal minority, which is sad because that shouldn't be the case, but that is the case. Yeah, that is unfortunately the reality of the world that we live in. Exactly. Uh but. We've dunked on them a lot. Yeah, but even even cooler news, the Saints Row reboot was officially announced. Uh, yeah, a lot of people thought it was a new entry, and it is, but it's a full-on reboot. Yeah, they, they were saying that like it's not going to be at, like it's going to be a little bit more grounded, but still like kind of dumb. Um, here's the thing. Though, I like, think it needs to be. Yeah, it, well, here's the thing. The first Saints Row legitimately tried to be like a game. Like it tried to be like a Grand Theft Auto. It was like a kind of serious game. They didn't start doing yeah. all the dumb shit until Saints Row 2 and especially 3. Saints Row 3 was in there just like, fuck it. Like, who cares? Yeah. And I think that's really where they hit their stride. Yeah. And, you know, as long as they still, you know, they still keep some of the goofy stuff. Like, you know, the stuff that they showed, it's like, it. it's going to be a dumb fucking game for sure. But it, they're like, they're grounding it a little bit more in like some semblance of reality i think which is fine it's like it's like yakuza uh it's you know it's an episode of the fucking sopranos and then halfway through it becomes the simpsons and then it goes back to being the sopranos like if they can do shit like that like good that's fine i'm fucking pumped for this i think saints row the saints row games i, I didn't like four because i think that got too fucking... That's the one where they went into, like, the fucking cyberspace or whatever. Yeah. Like, that one got a little bit... I was like, too much. I had superpowers now. Too much. That's where I draw the line. I'm cool with fucking dubstep guns uh, and all this other dumb bullshit. But if I'm, like, in a computer and I'm a superhero, like, why do you let me drive a car if I can just have super speed? Like, why? Like, they made it crackdown. Right. I didn't, like... If I wanted to play Crackdown, I would play Crackdown. And if I ever want to play Crackdown, I must be at a low point in my life. Except you have Crackdown. to go back to that. Yeah, except Crackdown 1. Crackdown 1 was all right for what? Crackdown 1 was fun. 
can't believe I got conned into. It's a game I was glad I got conned into because I was like Halo demo. <laughs> yeah, that's um, literally what did it for like everybody. Yeah, that's the only reason anybody played Crackdown, and they were all just like, "Oh shit, this game pretty good." <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, Saints Row reboot announced. Fucking sick. Let's go. Next one's yours. Next one's mine. All right. Actually, Lego next two. Are yours. Just take the next two. Okay, two, two, two. Uh, Lego Star Wars Skywalker Saga delay spring 2022. That is one I'm actually kind of a little disappointed because I want to play that game. It looks fun. I like the Star Wars games. Yo, Lego games. Star Wars is so so sick. Like all of those games are so fucking sick. Yeah, and especially like for the whole Skywalker Saga. That's definitely one I can play with my roommate. Yeah, that, that's a time. you can even you know that that's one for even later on when you know the the new kid gets a little bit older. Be like, here's your first video game. Yeah, exactly. It's an it's so. an easy one for like kids to like just fucking pick up and play. It's got fucking bright shiny colors on it. It's it's a good way to introduce them to Star Wars at like the fucking most basic ass level. Which will be done. Yeah, they're good. They're good games. Anyone who anyone who dislikes the Lego games is like is like a fucking sociopath. I think like <laughs> it's like those aren't those literally the definition of it's not that deep. Yeah, for like like they those are they're literally baby games for fucking babies, but like they're, they're fucking sick. Yeah, some of them I think like when they start getting into like the Marvel ones where like they're, they're like fully voice acted and shit like that. I'm like I don't that's. I don't know about that, <laughs> but even then, it's like, yeah. Like even then, they're not so like fun. they're not like bad. I'm just like ah, that's, that's pushing it for me. I don't I don't need my I don't need my Lego people using using people words. <laughs> yeah, it's like if the Sim started talking regular English. Yeah, there's a few things that just doesn't ruin it, but yeah, it doesn't add to it either. Yeah, it's like you don't you don't got you don't got to do that. I appreciate that you tried, but no. Uh, <laughs> um, following that up, Horizon Forbidden West delayed until February 2022, giving me more time to actually play the game. Didn't uh, was it delayed till like January? Like, didn't they push about like another month or something? Because they already said they said it got delayed to 2022, or maybe they just didn't say the date. Because I think last time we talked about how it got delayed, I just don't think we said like when. Yeah, I think they just pushed it, and now it's got like the actual window. But you know, that's fine. February, that's good. That gives me time to like get through other shit. Yeah. Uh, there's just so much to play. Oh, and it's all yeah. getting delayed. Like that that'll definitely give me time to go through Halo. Oh yeah. And probably and possibly get time to get a PS5. <laughs> yeah. Let's see. Let's let's see if uh the stock ever improves for those. Maybe uh maybe by the time it comes out, maybe Horizon Forbidden West is a game I can play on my Steam Deck. Whoa! Because apparently I'm part of the second wave, which should be quarter one of 2022. So let's go. Okay, so if I get mine now, it definitely wouldn't be December. Oh, your Steam Deck? A thousand percent no. Yeah, I don't have one, but if I did jump on it now. I think like... uh. Man, I don't even know like what. Let me let me take a look for you. Uh, yeah, my expected order availability is Q, Q1 2022. Um, 
expected order availability for the other ones are after quarter two 2022 and you can't even like reserve them anymore <laughs> yeah no they, they do waves um uh, i had a friend that just got theirs oh nice so they're, they're still doing waves Okay, yeah. It looks like everyone that gets them like now is going to be after. They just say after quarter two, so that could be literally any time after any quarter time. two next year. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, well, that's fun. Maybe that gives them time to like work out kinks and stuff too, which is nice. Yeah, I'm true. honestly glad I'm not part of the first first wave anymore. To be honest with you, like I was like, oh, it'd be cool. That's like I can't wait to do that. Then like, probably a, a good thing that I'm that I'm not part of the first wave. Let them work out a little bit of the bugs first before they send out mine. I would agree with that. Um, so we got two more things uh, to talk about here. I'll talk about this first one since the other one, you're more of the streamer guy. So that's more your thing. Yeah. Um, so since I've been the one that's mostly talking about like all the, the Blizzard, the Activision Blizzard bullshit um, and their latest attempt to save face and make things right, uh, Overwatch... The Overwatch team announced that they're changing McCree's name. Uh, McCree, the cowboy voiced by Matt Mercer, was originally named after one of uh, the people that was recently fired uh, from Blizzard. Uh, don't, don't know his first name. Don't care. For, uh, fuck him. Yeah, doesn't matter. Last name was McCree. Um, maybe his name was just Jesse McCree, because I think that's just McCree's name. Uh, Probably. But whatever. Um, yeah, obviously changing McCree's name because directly named after someone who was involved in all the bullshit that's been happening. Um, and they also announced that they're no longer they're no longer going to name characters after employees, and they'll be more thoughtful when referencing the real world. Um, that's nice and all, but what the like? This doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> it's it's the most bare minimum move and at least they're hitting that but there's so much more that can be done like ah yes the problem is that the cowboy from overwatch is is named after one of the like, yeah that sucks but uh yeah. maybe stop treating women like fucking objects maybe pay people better maybe fire all those in, like everybody that's involved or what was adjacent to this shit i think probably <laughs> probably the best thing about it and it's kind of gone unspoken is anybody that was a victim of him does not no longer has to see their name while working on yeah while just at work so that is that is very true at least you don't have to be like it, oh. it's, i think it's a bigger more it's more internal than anything else so i'm not gonna write it off and saying like oh god that's all you can do because that, that for people working there that probably does a whole lot on its own I, however, but that's not where the buck has to stop. I, however, am a piece of shit. And while you have that, <laughs> I will say, is that all you motherfuckers can do? Like, hello? Yeah. No. Any. That's not where it stops. We're on the same page. Yeah. It's like it's like while well, you will be like, yes, it is internal. I agree. However, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> Come on, yeah. do something. Like, cool. Do more. Do better. Like cool, you fight. You fired some people. That's cool. You put up your you put up your sacrificial lambs, and now you're just doing shit to be like, see, we're good, we're doing better, huh? Right? Wrong. Yeah. No, you're not. You there can, needs to be more. You can always do. You can always do more. You can always do better. Like, 
seeing that they're doing this shit has not made me be like, oh, I'm going to re-up my World of Warcraft subscription. Like, no. No, no. like, I'm fucking... No. <laughs> We're still far from that. Yeah, like, I was like, I'm still like, yo, that's cool. Fuck you. Straight up, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I, I don't know, man. I, it, it seems like as soon as, like, I'm like, oh, I guess there's no more of this Blizzard shit. Uh, and then I'm like, well, here we go. <laughs> Fucking, there's uh, more. Oh, shit. Um, but yeah, I, I hope that this at least helps out the people that have to work on the game that were that were unfortunately had to unfortunately be subjected to that piece of shit in the way he acted. Um, yeah, hopefully that that helps a little bit. Um, I I still have nothing but the utmost love and respect for the employees of Blizzard, not the fucking higher ups. Fuck those motherfuckers. Fuck them forever. Anyone who participated participated in that shit, fuck them. Um, yeah. But, you know, obviously, I, I, I feel immensely for the victims. I, I hope this helps a little bit. I know a lot of people have been, like, leaving Blizzard lately, like, outside of this. People have been posting their stories outside of this. Um, and, man, I, I just hope – I want shit to get better. Not because, like, I, like I, I could go the rest of my life now without playing a fucking Blizzard game. Like, I don't care. I just, like I, – I hate knowing that, like, people are being fucking treated like this, especially, like, me – being very good friends with people who are also sexual assault survivors and shit like that. Right. Like, like, yo, I, I know how I've seen firsthand how that shit affects people and how it hurts them and yeah. And all that bullshit. So just like, yo, fucking stop being shitty to people. Stop being shitty to women, especially like fucking come on. Fucking motherfuckers. Simple <laughs> concepts, simple concepts. Well, I don't get it. Yeah. It, Imagine, imagine thinking not being. Imagine thinking like being shitty is like the way to go. Like, oh, it's so hard to be a good person. Like, fuck off. <laughs> um, but yeah, McCree is not gonna be called McCree anymore. Uh, they are pushing back some content because I guess he was a part of some kind of heavy narrative in the next arc, I guess, or whatever season, however you want to call it. Yeah, so they're like they're pushing ah, that gonna, back. They're like, we're gonna put out a map. <laughs> You go. Uh, in the meanwhile that's what we got yeah so to be determined i guess yeah i guess we'll see what they name what they name uh name mccree for whenever who cares uh, keith i will let yeah. you handle this last one since you like i said again you are streamer man uh it's me that's my superhero name um so yeah your superpower Today, is pissing day, yeah it's very uh day of recording was the first of September. So you're hearing this after the fact. So a day off of Twitch was today. Basically an internal walkout taking place to protest the recent hate raid trends from Twitch. What's a hate raid? Basically there's bots and they get a raid to come over and a bunch of people just come on doing, saying and literally doing anything they can to get your channel pinged and basically ruined. Um, a lot of these are particularly targeting people of color or people of the LGBTQ community. Yeah. It's just... Again, it takes zero effort to not be shitty, and here we are. And it's just like... What, like... 
like what what kind of what kind of level of free time do you have to have that you're like programming bots to do, to do here's here, here's the hard part though like there's plenty of things that twitch can do and i was talking about it with a friend earlier and a day off of twitch isn't going to solve it oh absolutely it's going to bring attention to it yeah which if that alone gets something done there's progress but twitch is not the is not your friend twitch is a corporation run by amazon with resources and if anybody can do more it's them because they got freaking money um they there's no reason why one email can link to unlimited twitch accounts there's yeah. no reason to work there's no consequence for anything like i get that there's gonna be first time for things and that sometimes you don't foresee stuff happening so you can't fix it until it happens but at the same time though there is it should not be up to us as streamers especially in smaller communities to have to put our stream on emote only mode just for the sake of not losing a channel yeah like it, for the it, sake of a raid happening off stream that should not be a thing and it sucks for the people that are like most impacted by this like the mid-level streamers who like are only doing this as a job and like rely on it for income and then it's just like oh well this sucks like we got some motherfucker programming like a thousand bots to just say the n-word in my stream and now i can't do anything about it and twitch is just like i pretend i do not see it right and they put out statements saying like oh we're working in the ways but again your twitch you're owned by amazon like, like that whole family if for if forbes allowed family royalties for they would take up 48 of the 50 freaking slots yeah of course it's just like of you like have top the, 50 you have the fucking capital to do something about this so like maybe do something about it exactly it's 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 bullshit more can be done and I saw some people that were had a graphic up all the time and basically just kind of taking up server costs. I mean, doing whatever they could. That's a hard part. Like you're doing what you can. There's no, there's no, no one entity can fix it. And ultimately, it takes leaving Twitch to really be the change that you want to make. Yeah. And that's hard to do because that's what we got to work with to kind of equate it to like a little bit of what we've got in the world it's like the equivalent to having like a band that we like go to like some kind of red state fest and that's the only place being able to see them or like having like a sus venue hosted because you're just working with what you got yeah it's it's like a weird thing to navigate to like you have like a lot of bigger streamers like being like i'm gonna keep streaming because like what's like it doesn't fucking matter if all these like smaller people do it it was just no. like yo like it, like okay uh, <laughs> sure it, what? We're, we're doing what we can and it's not gonna solve it many people know that i i i'm particular i did not have my stream up and i kind of figured okay this this podcast is gonna be my voice against it you know um because i think this might have a bigger reach than the stream i'm not too sure i i just work here um I'll just say yes to make myself feel good. <laughs> Absolutely. It just 
there are people that are being attacked that should not be attacked and something's got to change simple as that yeah dude it's fucking dumb you know we said it before it you don't have to be a piece of shit you can 100% be a good person takes fucking zero effort just 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 look away but yeah i i hope i you know sure maybe a bunch of smaller streamers doing this it doesn't move the needle at all but at least you get eyes on it which is like the good thing like a lot like this shit was like trending on twitter for like a good long time so exactly you know it's it's up there and you know we're we're in a time where we live in uh we live in a society where like oh, you God. know you get something trending on twitter like that's relevant that's very that's a, it's an important thing yeah and it's it's just press publicity whatever you want to call it that's sometimes that means more than than what you think this is this isn't good for twitch this is good for alternatives is good for your youtube gamings your facebook gamings which have problems don't get me wrong oh but yeah it's we're doing what we can and that's really what we've got to work with so do better twitch you're gonna lose people innovate really just do whatever you need to fucking do good god you do, have resources. do something do literally anything <laughs> yeah adding tags is overdue and if anything the way that you did it you were saying, oh, it's going to paint a target. That doesn't mean you make it on purpose. Yeah, like, okay. Like, it's like, like, oh, it's going it's, to it's like paint but, a target. Apparently, some people's existence just paints a target on them. So, like, who, like, fucking do something about it then. Do something about it. You should have done something about it so this wasn't an issue in the first place. Absolutely. And people are tired of it. They don't want to deal with it. Whatever you want to call it. They shouldn't have to. That's yeah, on for you. Real. It's You're creating your safe work environment. And these are people's jobs. They're making you money. For real. And like, you know, um, news dropped today. Tim the Tap Band just signed an exclusive. Like He's moving over to YouTube now. Dr. Yeah. Lu- Dr. Lupo just moved to YouTube. They're both playing with Dr. Disrespect at a stream tomorrow who moved to youtube who is now apparently suing twitch for his ban right like, and you have people like harris heller freaking massive created stream beats because of twitch and he's now on youtube and like, like you know this is just like my it's, personal it's stuff happening yeah and like my personal shit like for my dungeons and dragons streams that we do like my dun my, my dm friend of the show trevor um he announced today that we're making the move over to YouTube because it just seems like more lucrative and it makes more sense because you don't have to worry about your VODs going away. Like it just gets put into a fucking playlist. Like, you know how much content we've lost just because you can't see our fucking VODs anymore. Like it's fucking dumb. And yeah, YouTube has like a better subscription rate. Like if you want to like pay for like pay for a sub, you can set the amount that you want people to pay instead of just like up oh, blanket five bucks. Like yeah, because yo sometimes five bucks that's a lot. Like it doesn't seem like it. It's like oh, you know you get those fucking streamers getting clowned on that. Like if you can't afford a five like five dollars, maybe you should go to work instead of watching my fucking stream. Yo, dude, five bucks is like five bucks is a little Caesar's pizza for me. Like what the fuck? Like 
yeah, five bucks is the difference between dinner for some people. Not only that, but I mean, it's not like it's not like you're subbing only one person sometimes it's five per person yeah it's like oh yeah i could give you five dollars but let me just cancel one of these other subs that i got you fucking 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 jabroni exactly i don't know man there's just a bunch of tone deaf takes and oh for sure and the industry's not gonna turn right away like twitch has such a big culture to where like even with all this going on we put up with it because the culture's already there. People are there for games. YouTube, it's just a part of their game. Or it's a part of their, their plan. It's not the plan. But Twitch is not innovating. Twitch is not doing what they should to protect the people on their platform. And it, if this doesn't go anywhere, they'll see change long term. Yeah, and the problem is Twitch has been like the only like has been the only dog in the game for so long. Is like I'm sure they probably feel like they don't have to do anything. But I'm sure stuff like, you know, with Tim the Tatman and Dr. Lupo is leaving, like, and more and more streamers are seeing greener pastures either on YouTube or Facebook gaming. Maybe maybe part of this, in addition to all that, will be like, oh, maybe we do have to actually take care of the people that use our fucking website. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, only time will tell. I, I like to be optimistic about things, so hopefully, it, uh, hopefully, hopefully they do something. <laughs> I'd hope so for the sake of everything I'm trying to do on the internet. <laughs> for real. Although if there's anything you should be doing, it's diversifying. Build content elsewhere on top of not... Don't put all your eggs in that one basket because they know people have and that's where they've got us. And that, Yeah, that's where you get fucked down the line. Exactly. Um, but yeah, I think if anything, that's a good place for us to... Uh to stop not only for this week but for the time, the time being. being really yeah um yeah it's been this has been the longest stretch that we've had before a break fucking ever <laughs> and we planned it holy crap yeah i mean we had what we were doing solid recording for like almost two years i think yeah something like that i don't know it was it was a lot but you know like at least since covid started for sure yeah, I think that's partly what helped us get so fucking consistent. We don't, we just like we don't have anything better to do with our time. Um, but yeah, uh, thank you all for listening. Uh, thank you all for sticking with us for so long. It, it sounds so weird saying shit like this because it sounds like oh we're fucking done. But you know, yeah, but we'll be back. Yeah, you know, sometimes you got to do adult shit. Keith is uh, Keith is doing the most adult shit by having uh, a smaller a small keith which uh is the scariest prospect that has ever crossed my mind uh ever. you all yeah but you know we don't know what the plans are for this yet i don't know if we're going to be doing something in the interim maybe i do how i did with uh other friend of the show dylan walker uh, maybe we'll do like i'll do like little one-offs or something like that just yeah. to just to keep, keep it the on juices the flowing Dis yeah we'll see discord 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 yes discord and Yes, keep an eye on our Discord and socials. Again, uh, Minigames Cast on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, link in bio for uh, the Discord. There's also links in there for basically every major podcast platform, but we are on literally all of them, I think. So I think so, yeah. Yeah, so 
listen to us wherever you listen to podcasts but if you want go to that uh go to that link tree and that has everything you want there uh keith i realize that it's weird asking you this because you're not going to be on the internet for a little bit much longer but where are you on the internet <laughs> uh twitch.tv slash woo underscore keith tiktok search woo underscore keith twitter instagram uh, it's woo underscore keith and woo is w-h-o-o but last time for a little while fuck you chris wonderful uh, you can find me on the internet, Manabomb exe on Twitter, manabomb.exe on Instagram, uh, twitch.tv slash Uh I'm trying to stream on there a little bit more often. Um, playing a lot of Final Fantasy XIV live on the internet. Going to start some near Automata on there soon. Because for some reason, that's a game I, I've played so many times. I've started that game so many times, but have never finished it. So, no, so, no. so maybe I do that um, live on the internet. But um yeah uh thank you all for listening this has been episode 55 of the mini games podcast we will see you whenever the next one is soon again. i guess yeah soonish we'll see you know keep an eye on the discord we will be active in there um if we decide to do some if i decide to do some like stuff in the meantime while keith is uh busy breastfeeding or whatever he does um yeah i do that uh, wonderful i would hope so that, that you would be a bad dad if you didn't um <laughs> once he's done you know we'll come back as as full force as we can you know probably probably keep the uh once every other week episode i kind of i kind of vibe with i kind of like it yeah i kind of vibe with it uh less pressure on us i think plus doing it weekly is hard when sometimes we're just like there's fucking nothing to talk about exactly even sometimes when we do like the alternating weeks we come back we're like what the fuck are we talking about um <laughs> which funny enough some of those episodes have been like our best ones because we just we we go we go Bullshit. we go full-on dumbass mode uh that's my favorite mode um but yeah it's not a goodbye it's a see you soon uh Plus, you know, I did start my new job this week, and uh, it is, as of recording this, it is now September 2nd at 1243. Uh, I should have been in bed like an hour ago. <laughs> so Yeah, so let's let's do that. <laughs> yeah, we're going to we're gonna wrap it up. We're going to go to bed, um, and we'll see you when we see you. Again, this has been episode 55 of the Minigames Podcast. See you on the other side. Make the choices. No. No.